Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On this week's episode in Her Space. All right, ladies. So this week's episode is, it's an interesting episode for Dom and I because we've had a, a scenario where life has sort of interrupted our process, right? We have, you know how we have plans in life and you're like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then life shows you, uh-uh, you're not in control. That's what kind of week Dom and I have had. So Dom's going to go ahead and lead in with two quotes, okay? We got two quotes for this week. That's what kind of week it is. Dom's going to give us our two quotes and we're going to dive into our conversation. Welcome to Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. All right. So our first quote is, it's not stress that kills us. It is our reaction to it. And that's from Hans Selle, who came up with a theory of how our bodies and our minds react to stress. And we can talk about that a little bit later. And then our next quote is from Mr. Rogers. And it says, in times of stress, the best thing we can do for each other is to listen with our ears and our hearts and to be assured that our questions are just as important as our answers. So T, talk to us about what you've been going through this past week. Yes. So it all started last week. I was at work on a call. I got a text from my family. And you know how sometimes um, you might get a call from someone. And I don't know if I'm just paranoid, but I feel like a lot of times when someone calls me, I'm just like, oh, shit, what happened, right? And it was one of those calls. But the thing is, I was actually on a call at work with one of my customers. And my, who called me first? I think my sister called me first. And I was like, hey, I'm busy. I'm at work. I'm on a call. I'll hit you later. She was like, it's important. And then my mom called me and my other sister called me right after. I said, oh, shit. So I'm in my head going like, all right, someone either passed away. Someone got hurt. You know, I'm just kind of going through the list of things to like mentally prepare myself. And so I finish out the call with my customer, though I'm like totally distracted. because I'm like, I know something happened. Right. And so after the call, um, I call my family and they tell me that my grandmother passed away. And my grandmother and I are super close. We are like, I'm like her baby. Um, Yeah, I'm really close to her. And they text me that at work, girl. And I just kind of broke down and just messaged my manager. And I left. And I've been in the planning phase, I guess you could say, of the funeral ever since then. I flew home to Philly uh, the next day. And that's where I'm at now. So hopefully 
um, our recording as well. If you tune into our New York episode, you know about what we said there. So hopefully Dom and I are, are doing the podcast justice from our interesting, um, you know, recording scenario here. But yeah, Dom, that's kind of what the beginning of the week started. You know, I got here in Philly with my family and girl, you know how they say that death can bring out the worst in people. All I'm going to say is I felt like I've been in a Tyler Perry movie where it's just been drama and chaos. Not everybody in my family, but a lot of people. Drama, chaos, confusion, stress. So now I'm just here and I've been trying to, you know, be the, I guess, kind of take on my grandmother's spirit as the matriarch and kind of hold everything together and keep the peace. But that shit has been stressful as fuck. I'm not going to lie. And so, yeah, we just a really crazy, it's been a crazy time. I'm still in the midst of it. It's been a crazy time. And I felt like I was in a Tyler Perry movie. And Dom, I want to thank you because you were definitely one of the people in my corner, in my circle, in my support system to help throughout this time. But I have been stressed to the max. I have, my anxiety has been through the roof. And I realized, I'm, I guess I've, I'm reminded of how important our environment is because I'm not in the same, you know, positive sanctuary that I've created for myself where I live at home. I'm kind of thrown into this chaotic sort of situation. So it's really been impacting me and I can't wait to get back home and burn and I can't wait to bury my grandmother and then get back home. What you've been hoping is that you've been really adamant about your boundaries mm. and finding healthy ways to maintain in a situation that you can't necessarily have full control over. Does that make sense? Yes, girl, it does. And I, I will say, Dom, I've tried. I've been trying my best, but now that I look back on it, like, it's. St- I've tried my best, I will say that, but it's not as good as I think. Um, I don't know how to, I don't even know how to word it right now, girl. My mind is still, like, all over, but I know that there's an area for improvement. Like, I have, I literally, like, ate probably once a day. Each day I was here and I usually I usually have myself on a schedule, right, where I have snacks throughout the day. I'm trying to eat and like be on this workout plan. I didn't work out at all. So I didn't do some of those things, but I was able to do some other self-care, you know, strategies that did help. But, yeah, girl, it's like it's really hard to be in the midst of a chaotic situation where you're being pulled different ways. And then you also got to take care of yourself, you know, monitor your mental health. And, you know, I think I did a good job of setting boundaries. But, girl, I've been struggling with a lot of other stuff. I'm just like, whoo. I just have to be gentle with myself, like you are doing the best you can, you know? I think that's the thing to remind ourselves is that, okay, so remember that you're in an unusual situation. Mm-hmm. And part of being in an unusual situation means that your responses are not going to always be usual. Mm. So it's not expected that you're going to be able to work out every day or eat healthy or eat at the times that you normally would. But the key is one one thing that you mentioned is about being compassionate with yourself, Mm -hmm. right? And acknowledging that, yes, this is a stressful time. Mm-hmm. This is an unusual circumstance. Yeah. It's not every day that we lose someone that we are incredibly close to. Yeah. And so then our responses aren't going to be 
our everyday responses to things. So, you know, one of the things that I want to, like, for us to kind of dive into a little bit is, so, okay, you mentioned that you haven't worked out and that you're not eating every day, but what are some of the strategies that you have been able to utilize? So I've medit- I meditated before I got here, and I love my family to pieces, right? However, there are certain people in the family. You know how it is. You got them certain people in the family who are like, yo, I'm going to be around this person. I need to have the energy for that. It's, you know, toxic and all that. And so I um, I got a hotel, but I got, like, one of those extended stay hotels because I was like, I need to have my own kitchen. I need to have my own space and sanctuary so that I can be okay and I can have a place to retreat to. Usually I would go to my grandmother's house, but everybody's going to be there because she passed away. So I was like, I need to have a place where when it gets crazy, I can just leave and, and, and go to. I also, um, like I cleanse my room. I, I was going to bring my sage and my, you know, my lighter to light sensation here, but I only had like one bundle left. So I brought some, a sacred wood called Palo Santo and I like cleanse my room of energy. I'm like very big on energy. So I'm cleansing my room. I went shopping and got some water and little snacks like granola bars. So I did like, I was proactive. I did get stuff. And the other thing I want to say is um, as far as like boundaries, at one point, one day I was on the computer for hours going over pictures, writing the obituary for my grandmother and, you know, revising with my mom and my uncle. And at one point I was like, all right, family, I love y'all. I need to take a break. I'll talk to y'all in a couple hours. I'm not answering my phone. So people were calling and I was like, I went out with my siblings. We got food. Like I was just chilling. You know what I mean? And I didn't answer my phone. So I had a chance to just like take time for me. And even though I still, even though it was still stressful and there was a lot going on, those boundaries I set and those things I put in place, that was so helpful. Cause I think I would have probably had a nervous breakdown for sure or anxiety attack or possibly Yo, you know how young people have heart attacks these days. I probably would have had a heart attack dealing with all the stuff I've been dealing with. So I'm grateful that I put those things in place for myself. Yeah, and it sounds like you are taking it day by day mm-hmm. and moment by moment in terms of, okay, wait, in this moment right now, I've hit my limit. Exactly. And before I react, I'm going to respond. Mm-hmm. And so reacting is more of, okay, I'm going to lash out. And maybe I might, because I'm feeling stressed, I'm going to maybe say something that might be hurtful to someone else. Mm-hmm. Or I might say something that could cause a negative reaction in someone else or escalate the situation. But instead, I'm going to, one, take notice that I'm at my limit, and now I'm going to respond to myself. And remove by removing myself from this situation before I end up reacting. Yes, and let me just tell you, Dom, that's what I saw all this week. Like, that's how one thing it allowed me to do. I was talking to one of my friends about this. And I was like, when you sometimes when you leave a toxic environment and then you go back into it, like after you've moved away, you see like, wow, growing up, I used to think this shit was normal because I was in it all the time. Right. But when you leave and you create a new sort of, I don't know, um, just a new uh, expectation, like a new uh, standard for your own life, you see like 
damn, you see how other people are acting that way, right? When you're stressed, when you're overwhelmed, you're just saying shit to people. And then people are going back to apologize because they were angry and they just spoke too soon. So you see a lot of that. The other thing I wanted to add, Dom, is I had a great support system to depend on. So you were definitely one person. I call and text like, girl, it's a shit show. Help me. I need I need to vent. I need to talk. My husband was super supportive. My dad, um, one of my freaking coaches, my life coach, she had, um, you know, I told her my grandmother passed and she was like, if you need anything, call me. And Dom, let me tell you, oftentimes I'm that person where if someone offers help, I'm like, oh no, it's okay. I ain't got it. Girl, I said, hell no, I'm about to go crazy over here. Let me call these people and, and depend on my support system. And so although typically I wouldn't want to call someone on a Sunday evening to bug them, I put that shit aside. And I said, this woman said that she would be there for me. Let me call her. And she gave me phenomenal advice. And it was so nice to just have these sounding boards, you know, outside of this space that could lead me and and, and help me through this challenging time. I think that's the bad show signs of hope on your part. And it, it allows you that opportunity to get what you need and allows you the space to cope in a way that is going to be healthy for you in the long run, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's not to say that how anybody else in your family is coping, currently coping, is bad. It's, this is how we know how to respond, mm-hmm. right? Or react. And when we're dealing with grief, articulate it you know in the right way but for me the anxiety I think really came from one you know I've been like the mediator I mean I've been you know with dealing with a lot of adults in my family but I've been the mediator so I've had to you know there have been some serious conflicts and I've been like torn between you know different people and I'm just like I don't know what to do y'all like I'm trying to help but they're not cooperating and so that's been really stressful for me but then the anxiety I think kicks in um, in the midst of that, but then also my phone constantly going off. So people constantly calling either with an issue or to ask questions or texting. And that every time my phone rings, it's just like, oh, my gosh. And I was I was telling um, one of my friends that my body, I can feel my body feels different. That's why I'm like, I can't wait to get back home. I don't know how much more of this I can take. Um, the good thing is I'm I'm not in this space often. So I think my body is like, OK, we're going to work with you, girl. We got you. We're going to pull you through this. But 
don't be doing this shit often, you know what I mean? Which and, and it, it won't happen often because, like you said, this is like a once in a, you know, it happens every once in a while for the most part. It doesn't you don't lose a loved one that you're super close to um, on like a regular basis, I want to say. But yeah, girl, that the anxiety definitely kicked in when you know we have a timeline. We have the funeral, you know, the funeral was Thursday, and we're trying to get details squared away Wednesday night, and it's just like, oh my gosh, we got to get this done. So I think coming up against this timeline is tough as well, but I don't even know if I really had a chance to really grieve, Dom. I've been so focused on how to make the service nice, how to help my family, how to support, how to get support from family, how to get support from friends. I feel like I really haven't had a chance to really grieve properly, so I'm sure once I get home and, you know, it's not as busy, I have a chance to kind of be still, and that's what I haven't done, and I like to do that, like meditate and be quiet, and there hasn't been space for that, really. Right now, it's hard to have that because you're in this phase of, in terms of when we think about stress, right? Mm -hmm. And if we go back to our quote from Hans Selig, and it says that it's not stress that kills us, Mm -hmm. it's our reaction to it. Exactly. And, And when, in terms of how he defines like stress he says that our body goes through what he calls general adaptation syndrome Mm -hmm. right and what happens is is we go through this alarm phase then the resistance stage and then the exhaustion exhaustion stage right Mm -hmm. and so initially you were in that alarm stage of you got the news and you're like, all right, shit, I need to pop into action. I need to get on a plane to Philly. I need to get to my, get, you know, I need to establish a, my, my space. And these are the things that I'm going to need to manage my space, right? And I know that I'm going to need to also try and manage my family. That's that alarm stage. The second stage known as the resistance stage. And so at this point, your body is either going to resist it and it's going to, so it's going to fight you on trying to deal with this stressor. And sometimes that might look, it might appear as like a breakout. Like it appears as maybe you're having an allergic reaction to something or like a pimple or, you know, like there are things that your body will, or you'll have this pain that you don't normally have. And it's your body's way of resisting the stress that you're dealing with. Dom. Or. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dom, real uh-huh. quick. I Did I tell you that, I'm, that I have this rash on my forehead with these big ass bumps? I didn't tell you that. No. That's so crazy. I just had to say that because when you're talking about rash or like breakouts, I'm like, oh my God, that's literally, and everybody's like, maybe it's stress. So I just had to interrupt real quick to say, oh my God, girl, I think that is what's happening to my face right now. Your body is like, hell no, we're not dealing with this. Wow. And, and you can also, in this resistance phase, also into a space where you all kind of staff and you're just dealing with it, right? So while your body is resisting, you, yourself, in terms of going through the motions, you're adapting to the structure. And so you're in this phase of, let's get this stuff planned, and I see how 
one family member is responding and this is kind of chaotic and kind of traumatic, but we got to bury, we got to bury our grandmother and this, we need to get this shit done, right? The next stage, and you're not there yet, and you probably won't get there until maybe a day or so after you get home and get back and see your normal routine. The next stage is the exhaustion stage. And that's the stage that when when it's all done, right, the funeral is over, everyone's going back to their day-to-day lives, and you're back in your space, in your home, in your sanctuary, your safe space, and your body is able to, like, grasp that, and you're able to kind of slow down, you're going to hit a wall, and your body's going to be, like, like collapsed. And just collapsed in the space of we are literally physically and mentally exhausted. We are, we are drained. We are done. We can't do anymore. We can't go anymore. So now let's let's relax and let's let's try and re- recoup and heal. That sounds about right, Dom. I can definitely see I can definitely see that happening. And girl, it's crazy when something just I mean it's so unexpected. And so when it hits you, when it hits you like that, it's just you know it's just um yeah it's very interesting. I'm just ah yeah. I feel so lucky that we're having this call now because I feel like I'm getting my low-key therapy session right now <laughs> in the midst of everything. I'm just like, oh, is that what's happening? But, yeah, girl, it's something else, how our bodies react and respond to all of this. It really, really is. And I think the thing is, is just to, for you to take note of it, right? Mm-hmm. To be aware of, of what's happening and continue to Set your boundary, and like you mentioned earlier, when you're in that moment and you know, okay, wait, I can't anymore. I need a moment. Take your moment. And not be afraid to reach out for help, especially when you're, if you have support system who, and now this is not just for you, but this is for anybody Anybody that's listening and dealing with something similar, dealing with a big stressor, if your support system has said, reach out, let me know what you need. Don't be afraid to mm-hmm. ask for what you need. Yes. I cannot, Dom, I'm so glad you said that. I cannot stress that enough. I think so often we hear people say, oh, let me know if you need anything, but we don't know what to say, or we, oh, I don't want to be a burden. If they ask you, you know, to reach out, reach out. And the thing is, if you do ask for help, and let's say they can't do it, yo, the worst thing they can do is say no. So then you know you can go to someone else. You know what I mean? So I have, I don't know if it's a pride thing, or I, I think for me, maybe it is pride, but I think the the thing that I'm, that I definitely identify with is not wanting to be a burden on anyone. And so I think that when someone does offer their assistance or, you know, they ask to help, it's usually, I don't want to inconvenience them. You know what I mean? And so I really had to get past that this week. And I think the reason I was able to do that, because I really, really needed it. And I know that I needed it. And so it was really, I felt really grateful to have, you know, a sounding board and, and people to depend on. Yeah. 
So that was really nice. But yeah, I agree with you. And I think too, if we knew that, you know, someone once, um, someone else once asked me was, if someone comes to you for help, how do you respond to them? Do you say, eh, I can't help you or, you know, oh, you're weak because you're asking for help or, oh, child, you are such a burden. We don't say any of those things when someone comes to us for help. So why would we expect that they would say that about us? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes, yes, I agree. I'm really looking forward to, you know, me. I'm, this is literally me. Anytime I go through something, I am trying to be in the moment, but part of me is like, well, oh, I can't wait until after this is all done and I get my lessons and I learn from it and then we can really d- dive into the discussion and I can be in a you know, just a better headspace. But girl, I just want to, I know, I know we talked about this in one of our last episodes, but even, you know, us going through what we had to go through to get this episode out, that was even, you know, that was a lot too, you know, just kind of doing the same thing we did last time where it was like, okay, we got to make do, we got to figure it out. We got to be up at certain hours and you know what I mean? So, so yeah, I think it's all going to come together and I'm just, um yeah, I'm grateful for our platform and I'm looking forward to our future conversations on all these topics too. I think it'll be really, really um beneficial. I I agree. I what I appreciate is your willingness to stay committed to making sure that we got an episode out in the midst of everything that you have going on while finding while also making sure that we're finding a way to respect your boundaries in mm-hmm. terms of what you have going on. Mm-hmm. And I think that when we're dealing with a lot of stress, that can that can cause some panic in the sense of like in the moment of like, oh shit, like, okay, wait, you gotta record. Oh, but how's this gonna happen? Like, I gotta deal with making funeral arrangements and I gotta deal with flights and I gotta deal with my family and and that panic that sets in and like causes like shortness of breath and causes all these other symptoms, like physical symptoms of I feel like myself, like this is not like you, you just feel activated, right? And then it's called it can also it's also causing some anxiety in terms of can I still show up for my myself, my co-host, my the listeners, you know? And trying to figure out how do we manage these expectations in the midst of our stress. Mm-hmm. And I think for you, I think, you know, my my biggest concern has just been making sure that you are giving yourself that space and to take care of yourself and recognizing that these are extenuating circumstances, mm-hmm. right? That and that it's okay to say, wait, I know we normally record on this day, but life's happening mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a, so I know mm-hmm. that 
I know that at a later point, like you said, that we're going to dive into how to manage grief and and talk about some of the lessons that I'm sure you're learning about when a loved one passes away or what it means to handle handle your affairs when you are older in life. Or maybe some of the things that we probably should be thinking about at any age yes. in terms of dealing with when we when we die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that that's on point, Don. I'm looking forward to that, and I do. I thank you for your support as well. And I think for me in this moment, it you know being able to record has been like a it's been something to look forward to for sure. I think we are. So blessed to be able to have this platform and do the work that we do because this is invigorating. It's exciting. And it's something I look forward to even in the midst of everything going on. And there was something else I was going to say. Thank you. It's going to come back to me. Oh, and I think that the other, mm -hmm. I was going to say, I think the other thing that was key for me too during this time is to just be transparent. I know we were thinking about, okay, what are we going to talk about? And I'm like, honestly, the only thing on my mind right now is all this fucking stress. You know what I mean? So being able to just dive into this topic, that was super helpful. And I hope that the listeners will also get something out of the conversation because it's just, this, it is what it is, right? Exactly. And then what I was going to say to that, too, is that sometimes when we're dealing with with situations of grief and or high stress, sometimes maintaining pieces of our normal routine helps us to cope, helps mm-hmm. us to function. And so being able to record, because that's something that we both really look forward to, but particularly for you right now, because that's something that really keeps you going and keeps you motivated, that is important. Yes, absolutely. I couldn't agree more, Dom. Well, I can't wait till we are back in the same space and I'm I'm sending you lots of virtual hugs and then when I see you in person, because we discussed our boundaries (laughs) around getting physical hugs, I know you'll be okay with a physical hug. Yes, absolutely. I appreciate that, Dom. And yes, I am, I'm taking all the hugs because it has definitely been a trying journey, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for the work that we're doing and looking forward to those future conversations. It's going to be good. Thanks for joining us today in Her Space. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health but it is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HerSpacePodcast. Or check out our website at herspacepodcast.com. And before we meet again, repeat after me. I will not judge myself for where I'm starting. I'm making progress every day. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week, ladies.